As someone who's outside all summer, I found myself needing a way to protect and nourish my skin. And then I found the perfect solution, Blissomo's Photonic Light Shifting Solution. Photonic is an SPF 30 broad spectrum facial sunscreen and moisturizer, perfect for all skin types. With its tinted formula, no greasy shine, and organic herbs, my skin stays healthy and glowing all summer long. Photonic, where sun protection meets skin perfection. Visit Blasoma.com to get yours today. Hi, friend, and welcome back to the Live by Design podcast. I am so excited today to share with you one of our fan favorite episodes from a while ago in our podcast archives, but I thought it was the perfect time of year to bring this episode back. Today, we are going to step into the world of peace and productivity with my dear friend and fellow podcaster and coach, Sarah Dalton. She's the mastermind behind the new Peace and Productivity Planner, and I am so excited to share more with you about that today. So if you've tried all the planners, the time management techniques, and the life hacks only to feel overwhelmed by your ever-growing to-do list and the demands on your time, which let's be real, are probably growing more and more every day, then this episode is your guide to refocus and prioritize on what matters most to you, specifically in this season of life that you're in right now. So in this episode, Sarah shares with us her four-step method that focuses on some of my favorite things, things like mindset, core values, vision, energy management, seasonal living, goal setting, and planning rhythms. It's time to find both peace and productivity in your everyday life. And Sarah is the perfect person to teach us this fresh perspective on intentional living. And if this episode resonates with you, I will link to the Peace and Productivity Planner below in case you want to check it out as well. I have my own here and I cannot wait to share it with you. I'll be posting over on social media at Miss Kate House um, to share a reel with you of me unboxing mine. It's absolutely stunning um, and diving into the practice myself. So friends, if you hop in there as well, let me know. Send me a DM or send me an email over at kate at misskatehouse.com and let me know that you grabbed the planner too. I love supporting my friends who are fellow podcasters and coaches, and I'm just so dang proud of Sarah for bringing this incredible planner to life. All right, friends, without further ado, let's do this. Hey friend, and welcome to the Live by Design podcast. I'm your host, Kate House. By day, you can find me living in small town PA, married to my college sweetheart, and leaning into motherhood as a stay-at-home mama to my two little boys and two pup dogs too. By night, I pursue my personal sense of purpose, which is to help as many of us high-achieving, goal-oriented women live by design and not default. As a certified behavior change specialist, health coach, yoga instructor, and top 3% global podcaster, I'm perfectly poised to help you ditch those feelings of overwhelm, get unstuck, and take aligned action so that you can go from trying to learn all the things all at once to being focused, action-oriented, and making weekly, if not daily, progress towards your goals in small, sustainable ways. Because that's the secret to seeing big shifts over time. Together, let's explore powerful habits, mindset shifts, goals with soul, self-awareness, and lifelong learning all while cultivating joy and practicing gratitude each step of the way. There's seriously nothing I love more than being the voice of a friend in your ear, to be the mindset and self-love coach who believes in you and knows that you're worthy of pursuing big, audacious goals. 
and I'll always be here as an unapologetic advocate for you living your dream life. So pop in your earbuds, press play, and together, let's live by design and not default. Hey, Sarah, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. I've been looking forward to it all day, all week, really. <laughs> I know. I feel the same way for anybody listening. So Sarah and I are podcasting friends. We Voxer. It's like a voice memo app, like back and forth all the time. So like Sarah is like legitimately one of my friends and there is nothing better than having friends on the podcast and especially friends who geek out over all of the same things <laughs> that totally. I do. Yes. I am so excited (laughs) to have you here. So I know we've had you on the show before. In a way, I dropped an episode of yours, actually, of the Peace and Productivity podcast that you host, where you had interviewed me and I shared it over here on this feed. But for anyone who's tuning in and they're not familiar with you and the work that you do, will you share with us who you are and what you're all about? Yes. So like you said, I have my own podcast. So I always ask everybody this question, (laughs) but like having the tables turned on you is quite a different experience. So, but it's great. It's like, it's, it's good to reflect and, you know, to kind of, yeah, get it hopefully in a more condensed um, little blurb, but basically, and I was thinking about this, I think, you know, there's obviously there's this aspect when I was a new mom mm-hmm. and, and that was, so I have like, and not like an 11 year old and a nine year old now. So when, and, and I used to say all the time, five years ago when I was like, had little kids, but no, that's double that because they're, <laughs> they're not, it's like time is a weird thing, but basically I found myself, I mean, super overwhelmed and trying all the planners, all the things. And I wasn't even listening. Podcasts were not a thing back then, at least in my world, right? It was not a thing. So I was the like a new planner was all I knew to try, which is so crazy now to me. I'm like, mind blown. Like, <laughs> But that was my solution, right? And so, and that's one piece of my story. So eventually... I was, I kind of started writing down on paper and I was like, maybe I'll create my own planner and figure this thing out for myself. And so that just really started this snowball of a journey that I didn't exactly intend to start a podcast, to start a business, to, you know, grow a community. But all these wonderful things have come out of that one starting point of saying, I know there's something, there's got to be another solution. There's got to be another way to approach my time. Really at that point, that's all it was. I was just, I just need a way to organize my time because I'm stretched so thin and I go to bed at night and I feel like I did all the things and I ran around and checked all the boxes, but I just don't feel that fulfillment. That Mm. was the biggest thing. That was the biggest thing. And I didn't even know how to name it at that point. Um, So this journey now went from creating the planner. I did that um, for a couple of years. I'm taking a little bit of a break because doing a, a, you know, a product is quite the situation that I'm still figuring out. Um, But it's been cool because I love I mean, I love connecting. I love the the podcast has been the greatest blessing. I feel like that's come out of all of this. In addition to the community of like-minded women like you and, you know, just really this idea for me, it's, I want to help 
women and myself, right? That like, I'm in there too. There's just this idea. I want to make it so we can go after our big goals, have time for ourselves, like all the things we say and have that, that presence. And there's that mental load that we all talk about. And, and this idea for me, when I cannot be present in the moment, whether it's on this podcast with you, and then my brain's like thinking about dinner or thinking about, you know, all the other things, the family stuff, or when I'm with the family, I'm thinking about what I want to do that I didn't get to do this or, or work or whatever it is. So ideally we're creating this, this place and it's not perfect, right? But this, these systems, these rhythms, and that's what the peace and productivity method is. It kind of came out of that need to feel like I want to find my version of balance, my version in this season, right? Of kind of checking all the boxes, if you will. Right. And not, and f- at least feeling like you are, if you're not actually checking all the boxes. <laughs> so hopefully that makes sense. That was like a lot. <laughs> I love that, Sarah. Yeah. Well, no, you're the perfect person to have on the show because here on LBD, we are all about like ditching those feelings of overwhelm, getting unstuck and, and helping, helping ourselves be action oriented. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge fan of like purpose aligned habits is what I call them. Like yes. habits that you instill in your day. That's just a small piece of your day, right? Consist- consistency compounds. It's these little tiny yes. things you do over and over and over again that are going to lead you to achieving the goals that you've set and ultimately leading a life that feels in alignment for you. That's purpose-filled. Mm-hmm. I love what you talk about with presence. Um, yeah. and, and, and a lot of what you talk about, especially in those those years with the little ones, right? Um, mm-hmm. Resonates with me, those, those feelings of overwhelm and whether it's overwhelm home with your kids, whether it's overwhelm working and you have small children, whether it's overwhelm from your work or from school, like overwhelm can come from yeah. so many different areas, right? So many different things. And I, I really appreciate yeah. your emphasis on getting aligned with what, what resonates with you and being where your feet are, right? Like mm-hmm. in this conversation. And then like, when we leave this conversation, I'm going to go put my kids to bed, right? Yes, <laughs> and when I right. do that, I'm going to be really <laughs> present with them. But for right now, I'm not worried about them. They're hanging out mm-hmm. with my husband. They've got the dogs. They're probably watching Minecraft on YouTube, right? <laughs> like they're, yes. and so giving ourselves that permission to be both mm-hmm. mom and this other, other piece of yeah. yourself, right? For me, a, it's really important to not lose myself in my motherhood. I love, yeah. I love being a mom. I also yeah. really freaking love being a podcaster, right? right? So yes. <laughs> having these different facets of ourselves and making space for that. And it sounds like that's a lot of what you do. And so you mentioned mm-hmm. the peace and productivity method, and I know a little bit about it because I'm lucky <laughs> enough to be your friend and to get to Voxer with you. Um, there's nothing that brings me more joy than when I'm like driving home. I, I remember one of our first long boxing experiences, I was driving home from getting my hair done and my hair still is in Maryland where I used to live. Like she's so good. Stacy, actually, she's been on the podcast. She's I that drive. good. She's so good. I drive <laughs> I like love 65 it. minutes to get to her. And I remember listening oh to your gosh. boxers in the car and mm. responding back, you know, hands-free. <laughs> yes. So I was safe. Right. Right. But uh, so <laughs> I've had a sneak peek in this, but I would love to yeah. learn more about this peace and productivity method, because I feel like I love this coupling of both peace and productivity. Like those are two, they seem like the same coin and they're just two sides of yes. the same coin. So can exactly. you tell us a little bit about your four-step method? Yes. So first of all, Kate, you are an incredible <laughs> friend, podcasting buddy, all the things. 
You, I just want to let your community, your audience know how incredible you are because you have been there to support me all the way. You listen to all my like 10 minute Voxers. (laughs) I love those. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. But it's, I think there's, I mean, there's something in that too. Just, just so we say it, this idea of community is huge and in motherhood. And I know that we've heard it, but I don't think we can hear it enough. I don't think, I mean, and there's that this, it it kind of just plays into the whole thing. If we have this method, we have the strategies, you know, we have all, you know, the time, everything on point, but sometimes the thing it's, it's, I talk so much about seasonal living too. So understanding kind of where we're at physically, emotionally, all the, in all the aspects, and then what we need to support us. So, so much of that is the people are the people that are in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. So just, Aww. just to make sure I say that, that I truly appreciate you and your friendship. And yeah, it's, it's quite the podcasting and entrepreneurship is quite the, quite the ride. <laughs> it's quite so, the experience. Well, I, so feel the, fun. I feel the same way. I'm so grateful to get to do it in step with you. Thank you. Okay. So yes, the peace and productivity method. So this is interesting because it has definitely kind of, like I said, it wasn't, I didn't set out to create the method. Right. And I guess Mm -hmm. that's probably more, I mean, whatever, that's my story. I don't know if it's normal (laughs) or not, but it's my story. So, and it's just been over the course, I mean, truly over the course of the last six, seven years where I started thinking more like putting together a planner and then it turned into a Facebook group and then it, you know, it turned into a snowball. And the more I realized that it was so much less about the actual strategy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the actual, right. When we talk about time management, when we talk about, there's so much information and it's good, good information, right? the time blocking, all the, all the strategies. And that's really, really good stuff. And for me, that's the last piece of the method. That's the Mm. last piece of the puzzle because of what I, what I realized and kind of was putting it all together for me, it was the mindset. It was the internal piece of the shoulds and the comparison and looking at everybody else to see how they're doing it. That's huge. It we know that in motherhood, that's such a huge struggle. Whether it's our best friend, our sister, the way our mom did it, the what whatever it is, and we try to fit ourselves into a certain box. It just and then we feel guilty or shame ourselves because we don't fit or when we don't fit. And so I feel like that's where this method kind of has evolved. And the beautiful thing about it, like we were talking before we hit record that it will always be evolving because Mm -hmm. that's one of my, we'll talk about it, but one of my core values is freedom. (laughs) So I like to feel just this freedom to keep exploring and to keep growing and learning. And it's, I mean, as long as I'm here on this earth and I, and that's my wish for every woman listening, every person listening. Right. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So the first step in the peace and productivity method is mindset. And core values. So, I mean, and I think with mindset, again, if you're listening to this uh, this podcast or any podcast, you've heard this over and over again, and you might be rolling your eyes or tempted to roll your eyes maybe. And I don't blame you, but there's a reason that mindset is so huge, right? There's a reason that it's we're talking about it 
because it really does. It's kind of, it is that foundation that affects everything else. If we're so really for me, it's the, our mindset and there's, I'm big on defining things for ourselves so that we know what we're talking about. Right. And for me, mindset is an established set of attitudes, just the way that you view something. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the, our mindset towards our time and the three things that I've kind of come into, and I know the first one you're going to love because it's one of your things for the year is the abundance mindset. Yeah. Right. And so this idea, abundance versus lack, it's whether we're looking at our time, like I never have enough time, just the limiting beliefs and the things we tell ourselves over and over again that re reestablish this, this mindset of really like time is against us almost. Mm. Right. So for me, it's getting into that abundance that my, my thing that I try to say, I don't say it all the time and I don't always do this, but I have enough time for what matters most. Mm. I mean, just saying that, I mean, the kind of like slows your breathing, like it just slows it down. Like, okay. I mean, it also begs the question, well, what matters most? And we'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) But just in that, like starting there, right? And that kind of just, again, so much of it is doing that inner work so that you can approach the rest of the goal setting and the planning and the strategy with a clear head Mm -hmm. and a focus on what is it for you. So the other mindset that I actually, I looked it up and I, and I, have always talked about sort of this observer, curious mindset, asking questions. I'm huge on trying things and that there's no one right way to do something. I strongly believe that. And that's the hard part too with with the time management. Everybody has their way that they have found that works for them. And that's amazing. But again, when it when or if it doesn't work for you, you feel that that guilt and that shame and that struggle. And then maybe you give up. And you're like, well, I guess I'm destined to be disorganized or late all the time, whatever it is, right? Yeah. But I'm I'm here to say, like, there's another way. And there's uh, just to encourage you to maybe think outside the box. That's mm-hmm. the detective mindset, right? That's that. I didn't realize it had a name is what I'm saying. I didn't realize. But apparently it's the detective mindset. And I really like that. <laughs> so it's the critical thinker. It's the observer. It's the experimenter, but also the problem solver. Like as moms, I mean, what better thing is there than just the problem solver with, okay, this, you know, this schedule this week, whatever, that's a lot. So let's problem solve. Let's mm-hmm. get curious. Let's, and and it's again with the whole, I feel like this, I'm going to talk about this. I, I'm going to try not to talk about this the whole episode, <laughs> but with the rest of the method, it just all goes together as far as once you know what season you're in energy wise, mm-hmm. all the things then you get curious and you start trying things and you plug things in here, you plug things in there. And then you try it for a week and you say, whoa, 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 like that was too much. Or I have actually a little extra capacity. Let's, Mm -hmm. we could add something in here, right? So that's a detective mindset. And then of course the growth mindset, which the growth versus fixed and growth is another one of my core values, which it's just truly that we believe And we approach life knowing that we can learn a new skill, that we can Mm -hmm. learn, right? That we believing that we can learn something new, we can implement it. We don't 
And ideally, right, that's, I, I hear a lot of moms, a lot of women saying like, I've never been organized. I'm not an organized person. I'm not good at time management, right? I never stick to a plan, whatever it is. I've never, I can't focus. Like all those things that we tell ourselves, that's that fixed mindset that leads to that fixed mindset. Uh-huh. It perpetuates so start, itself. Exactly. Exactly. So those are the three things. I know I've been talking a long time. Um, but yeah, I get I get really hyped up about this, obviously, because I think starting there is so, so huge because once you start to, and the biggest thing is you just start the women listening. I mean, we're not going to flip this on its head like tonight, but, or today, whenever you're listening to this, but just starting to notice. I think that's Mm -hmm. the first step of anything, just getting curious and noticing. And the more you notice, then you can say, oh, okay, I can tweak that, that whatever I'm telling myself here, I can just tweak that a little bit and maybe shift it. And like you were saying, the small things add up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's so funny because y'all can't see me, but I'm sitting here like <laughs> nodding my head vigorously because I'm like, yes. I mean, we talk in on the podcast, we talk in the collective all the time about awareness and that it, that's the first step in, in yeah. creating any sort of change, right? Is that we have to have an awareness around what it is that we're focusing on. Um, I love your, and so appreciate your emphasis on curiosity because that's like huge for me as well. I actually have a, an episode planned for that about giving ourselves permission to be curious and to try new things and to let go of this all or nothing thinking. And I'm like cracking up because I have a whole section (laughs) on uh, a mindset and a whole section on core values in my pursue pursue your purpose masterclass. Because agreed, it's it's so foundational for all this other work. It is figuring out like, exactly, because all of your thinking, like, it's all being filtered through this lens of your mindset, right? So we have to address the mindset. We have to create the awareness, create the curiosity or give permission for the curiosity. And then will you touch on um, in this first step to the core value piece? Because I know a lot of us, and I've recorded episodes on core values because I I like, I could talk about core values all day. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I just, I, I love this idea of giving ourselves the time and the space to think about what is most important? Because here's yeah. the thing, you can go online and you can Google like core values and, and there's great resources like um, yeah. Atomic Habits. Um, James Clear's website has a really great resource on core values and you'll read it and there's like 30 of them. And you're like, these are all great. They're all my core values. But if everything is important, nothing is important. And uh-huh. so I love that you have five core values. That's why I always tell people, I'm like, just we're going to pick a handful of core values yeah. and really hone in on those. So what are those core values for you? Yeah, that's so good. Um, Okay, so my top five core values, freedom, integrity, contribution, growth, and simplicity. Mm. So I'm curious what yours are too. I want to, do you want me to dive into them and then you can tell me yours? Yeah, I would love that. I feel like I should know yours. Um, (laughs) But yeah, and so this is interesting because this is actually a part of my story When I started even knowing what the heck personal development was, like who, you know, back in the day, like who, but that's like, wasn't a thing, but I started realizing I I hired a a life coach Mm -hmm. and I started just realizing again, that it was not necessarily the outside strategy problem. Mm -hmm. It was the internal, (laughs) I didn't necessarily know who I was slash didn't like who I was or whatever, however, you know, different things along that line. So core values were huge for me to, when she introduced me to core values, it was like a light bulb went off. 
I was like, whoa, this is, this is a game changer because for me, I do, I look at it and, and you're right. And it is, it's becoming more popular, which I think is great. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, also it can get maybe a little confusing or a little muddy down almost. So for me, the way I like to look at core values, that they are your foundation. So that's why they're step one, like along with your mindset, if you're, and I know we're like the same, I love it. <laughs> same page, but it's, you have to start there because that's who am I? That's, it answers yeah. the question, who am I? It's the lens that you view this wonderful world through. So, and then getting clear on that. And otherwise the danger would be, which I think is, is so easy to do, especially in with, we're hearing everybody's opinion all the time and we're with mm-hmm. social media, <laughs> everybody else's values, everybody else's, right. What they think is most important. That's the danger. If we're not super clear on what it is that we for me, it's the fundamental beliefs and guiding principles. So when I say, you know, that's my definition of core values that I go by, that kind of makes sense to me. So it's beyond family. Yes, is a is a value. Like I va- I value my family, of course. But for me, a my core values right are the lens. Like I approach my family and I treat my family through the lens of my core values. Mm-hmm. If that, that makes sense. Absolutely. Like I want to interact with my family and contribute to them. I want to help them grow, right? I want to feel like we are free to not not tied down by all the sports and all the, you know, all the things, free to do that kind of thing. So that's maybe the difference too that I see sometimes where that can get tricky. Like you said, mm-hmm. like, yes, all of these things I value, these are all good things. Um, so really narrowing it down, that's work. That's the, the work in my opinion is, is, and it takes, I will say too, I mean, I've been, I injured, I was introduced to core values now, gosh, six, seven years ago. And I am still honing in on and like digging deeper. And so it's, for me, it's naming your core values and you can have three, you can have five, whatever, you know, again, there's no rules in my, in my, the way I approach it. I do do the top five just so you can name them off the top of your head and you can keep them top of mind, right? Um, And then define. So for me, again, defining is huge. So what I like to do is even look up in the dictionary. What does freedom Mm. mean? What does integrity mean? And then I like kind of riff from there and say, well, what does that mean to me? And what does that look going that step further, right, is really... And now in this season, what does that look like? And we'll talk about that. But... Yeah. So the name define, and then the alignment is probably the most key piece, right? Is what does that mean for my day to day? How do I bring these values into my day? So it's the foundation to set your goals, to set your vision, like what matters most in this life at the end of your life. Hopefully you've lived into these values, right? Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the hope the goal. And then the filter is, it helps you make decisions. Yeah. It can help you. And like, that's everything, right? As a mom, we're constantly making decisions. So if you can put them through the filter of your core values and just, I mean, and again, that I make it, it sounds more simple than it is, but it's, it's simple. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I will say that, right? Absolutely. But it's a practice and it's a nice, it's nice, it's a nice tool to have for sure. And it gets easier the more you do it. I Mm -hmm. find like, I like to think of my core values as like my North star. And it's hilarious that you mentioned decision-making because (laughs) anytime someone's like, well, why should I take the time to set 
my core values. I'm like, because it makes decision-making a heck of a lot easier because you can so, and and you're absolutely right. It's, it's this practice, but once you have them in place, you can have a situation, a decision that you need to make big or small and say, well, which, which result of this decision, which direction that I go is in alignment with my core values. And it just Mm -hmm. makes it so much more streamlined. I mean, I think like my third podcast episode, like Yes. 200 episodes ago <laughs> was about core values making like yeah. streamlining decision making and I still stand That's firm awesome. in that belief and yeah. and I love this idea that we can have multiple core values but that we hone in on a specific few. Yeah. I like to think of core values as like this Venn diagram. I'm always trying mm-hmm. to explain diagrams on podcasts. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Get I should have been a YouTuber. Yeah, but like <laughs> you know, I like to think of like three circles overlapping and for me I like to have like three mm-hmm. big core values and then there's three areas of overlap and those are kind of like my smaller like, like sub core values. Yeah. <laughs> that's that, cool. It, it mm-hmm. allows me to have six. <laughs> right? right. So I, I cheat that. a little bit there. But yeah, I, I I think it's so important for us to take the time and you know, we can do all the reading, we can do all the listening, we can do all the learning. But if we don't take mm. the time to sit down and distill the information and and make it personal for ourselves, um, then it doesn't actually mean anything. And so I I love this this emphasis on taking that time for the core values. Okay. So if step one is is mindset (laughs) and core values, what is step two in the peace and productivity method? Yes. Okay. So step two then is vision and energy management. Mm. So this is the other, which I know, again, we're basically the same person. <laughs> but this, What's cool actually, and I will say what's cool is even though we are so similar and we are still, we still have a different, like even just the way you explain core values, that's mm-hmm. still unique. Right. Yeah. And that's the beauty of this. It's like, we're all, it's kind of the same idea, the same big picture and, you know, and different ways to approach it. Mm -hmm. And so that's the beauty. That's what I love too, about having these conversations is that, and me as a podcast listener, listening to people in the conversation, I'm like, you know, we can all get something different out from, you know, absolutely. There's so much value in that connection and that community. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So yes. Okay. So the vision and the energy. Energy is the other thing. Again, we talk so much about peace and productivity. That's that's my thing. That's my, you know, and productivity. I think people get can get caught up in that of that. It's just that's a whole other conversation, but redefining productivity, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just go, 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 do, do, do. It's I do not subscribe to the hustle culture, to all the things, just so we're clear. But it's this idea, that's why peace and productivity, right? Mm -hmm. So it's my, that version of balance. But that's when I bring in that energy piece, that's kind of where I'm coming from. That's how I find, okay, in this, and and well, yeah, that's the next piece is the seasonal living. But it's really tapping into what are our natural energy rhythms, first Mm -hmm. of all. So I'll back up. The vision is the the wheel of life. We all are either at some point, right? Somehow, some way familiar with the wheel of life. And so it's, and this is where I think it kind of overlaps or can get confused maybe with the core values of like, what are the different domains or the hats you wear, the roles you play, the areas of your life that for me, this is helpful because, and different, the different, people like name the different, you know, the different Mm -hmm. sections differently. 
So for a while, I'll be honest, I got caught up in that. Like, well, what, what are they like? And that's the (laughs) other thing. It's like, that's what are they for you? What Mm -hmm. makes sense for you? But I do like it because it's creating a clear vision, like just naming and knowing what are the different pieces of my unique puzzle right now. So the eight areas that I have, like in, in, we have a whole workbook that you get when you sit with the program. And so, yeah, I'm a big, the pen to paper is huge, right? To get all the ideas out. So environment, health and fitness, family, relationships, fun and hobbies, which Mm. usually goes bye-bye when we're, when we become moms, right? Usually (laughs) spirituality, career, business, and finances. Mm. So that is what it is, right? And you can, you can change those, the idea behind getting clear on those eight, those life domains, what are the different pieces of your pie, of your puzzle, whatever you want to call it, so that you can create a clear vision for where you're going, the bigger picture. So a couple of things that in this, in when we talk about vision for me, it's what does success look like it, with my family at the end of my life? What is the legacy I want to leave? Literally like starting with the end in mind. That's what Mm -hmm. we're talking about when we talk about vision, right? And so, because you don't, yeah. And I like that analogy of climbing the ladder and making sure it's leaning against the right, in quotes, building, right? Mm. For me, that makes so much sense. Because if you're climbing, you're climbing your entire life. You're checking the things off. You're doing the, all the things you think you should be doing. You get to the top of that building and you look down and you're like, who's, whose view is this? Like, who, <laughs> I, that gives me the chills in like a, not a good way. Like that would be horrible. Like yeah. I want to be climbing the ladder and leaning it against the, my building, right? Like my, to where I get to the top, I'm like, yes. Like, and what is that? Yes. For you, to me, that's vision. That's the vision for your life. What does success look like? What what does fulfillment look like? What and also this is a good question that I know I've heard from multiple podcast guests too. What is enough mm. in this area? And that's a huge one, right? Like because we could feel when we're thinking big and we're thinking vision, like, but so many things. But what what would be what would constitute enough, right? Mm-hmm. To have to get to the end and just feel like this was a good life. Like this, this, I did what I came to do, you know, all, whatever questions make sense to you with whatever you believe, all of those things. So that's kind of where I come from when it, when it comes to the vision. And then of course, who do you asking the specific Mm -hmm. questions? Who do you want to be? And so the identity, like what kind of mom do you want to be? A calm mom, a present mom, a fun mom. What are those descriptive words or, or wife, whatever that is. And then how do you want to feel? And I know you're big on that too. I think that's a feelings wheel behind you. Is it not? <laughs> yes. yes. Is that, that's my I vision that board. Vision board. I thought that's so. my circle of life exercise. Yep. Oh, the circle <laughs> of life. Okay. So yeah. So I have, I love that. So I have the a f- huge feelings wheel. And I mean, I, that's a whole, again, this is, I'm sorry if we're going long. This is, but that's a whole thing is this identifying our feelings. Right. And then what we're feeling, yes, but also how we want to feel is yeah. huge. So to me, that is all in the vision. I love that. Okay. So we have mindset and core values. Then we go on to vision mm-hmm. and energy management. So what is the third step in your process? Yes. So 
And I'll just mention really quick, and it does kind of the energy kind of goes together with the seasonal living, but the, mm. it's the identifying your natural energy rhythms. Cause that's kind mm. of like your baseline. So it's from literally we talk like introvert, extrovert, and, and mm. meaning kind of how did you come into this world? Where do you get your energy? Mm. I think we, again, we all kind of know this, but just identifying it, naming it and mm-hmm. owning it, owning it, right? There's, <laughs> there's no wrong or right. There's no, nobody's nothing's better or worse. I am, it's, it's interesting, but I definitely get my energy from being alone. When I'm in big groups, I get drained so fast, Mm -hmm. but I can also turn it on and be like super outgoing and, you know, like fun and loud, but then that is where I get my energy. So knowing that, knowing your natural energy rhythms, also Mm -hmm. there's Again, it, well, this is a whole thing, but your chronotype, knowing whether you're, you know, morning or night, when you do your best work, when you have your most energy, identifying all these things. So we go through obviously all of these things. And then your monthly cycle. I mean, that is a huge one for us women that we don't often put into the picture of our productivity, time management, energy. We have to take into consideration what our hormones are doing. And I'm not a doc. I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor, but I know for me, tracking my cycle and sort of aligning the whole idea of all of this awareness and naming all of these things, identifying is so that we can align and and ideally get more and more into our own flow in yeah. this season, right? So it's the flow, it's the rhythms. And so the next step then is the seasonal living and goal setting. So it's truly. Again, identifying, I think this is the big thing too, is knowing what what season you're in. So it can literally be your life season, what, you know, you have young kids, you have old kids or older kids, you know, <laughs> they're out of the house, they're, you know, all the things. But um, so the physical season, so spring, summer, fall, or the school year too. Mm-hmm. So it's just, for me, it's whenever there's, a major shift in like your schedule or, or something going on right now. My, my dad's not in the best health. So that is affecting this season for me. Right. And so whether you're a caretaker or like all of those situations. So being sure we're taking that into consideration before we go ahead and set our schedule, Mm -hmm. set our goals, right. All of the things, because that's where we're we get excited about the new year and we jump ahead five steps before we take into consideration literally physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Those are the four sources of energy too. So where am I at with that? What are the changes going on, right? Or maybe you have a child who really needs you, who is struggling in some way or, or you know, whatever along those lines. So that's going to ideally inform what you're focusing on in that season. And the beautiful thing about seasonal living then is you don't, and this is the thing that I've struggled with is you don't like not do the other things, right? Like if you focus on your marriage, it's not, it's not that you are not being a good parent, right? It's not that you're not taking care of your kids, but it's that you are really a kind of like what you said, using your words, like giving you yourself permission to go all in on this area of your life, right? Because yeah. you've identified that this is where you're struggling or this is what would need your attention. And I feel like there's the freedom 
it allows us and knowing that it's for now for the season that every season that's by definition that's what happens it comes to an end and a new one starts Mm -hmm. so I just think there's so much uh, the flexibility the freedom the the grace I haven't even said that word this whole thing this whole podcast but the grace that comes from seasonal living is everything yeah, I love that so much. Yeah, I I have to remind myself of that. I'm an Enneagram three. Speaking of like naming things, ah, yes, yep. Yes, and yes. so I'm the achiever, and with a wing two, <laughs> and so I um love to do all the things. I love to set <laughs> huge goals for myself, and I have to remind myself becoming a mom has been a really humbling experience because in the past I've been able mm-hmm. to just get ish done. And now I have two little humans who don't sleep through the night all the time and Mm. are very attached to mom. (laughs) Thank you, pandemic. And I, you know, I I love it though. Like, and they're home, right? They're my oldest starts kindergarten this fall, which speaking of which will be a new season. And then my youngest starts kindergarten the year after, because our kids are close in age and, and that'll be a totally different season when they're both in school. Right. And so it it's really yep. beautiful, this approach of seasonal living, because it gives me permission yeah. to be like, I'm going to show up and for the one or the two or the three hours or the four hours exactly. maybe that I work each day, I'm going to really pour into that. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to be super present with my kids in this season because I know yeah. the season is finite. Right. And it's going to continue yep. changing and shifting. So I just, I really appreciate this reminder of like the, the seasonal living on it. Um, yeah. And, and maybe it's the, to the calendar, maybe it's your own seasons mm-hmm. of life, right? When, when a parent is sick, right. Or a family member needs us. Um, those seasons can be dictated by so many different things. I love that. And, and then the yeah. goal setting piece, what does that look like for you? Yeah. So this is something I'll be honest, I've struggled with. I've in in that uh, curiosity piece, I've, I've been like, what do I need goals? Like that I'm a seven, by the way, on the end. Okay, yep. <laughs> so I'm I'm all about fun. Yes. And that's fun. I'm like introverted. That's that's where I struggle sometimes with the Enneagram. I'm like, am I right? Am I seven? But it does feel right when I when I talk about it because if it's not fun, I'm kind of like, what's the point? <laughs> and if I'm if I'm not enjoying it, that's the big not just fun, but if I'm not enjoying it. So that's been a big theme throughout my life. And that's with goals too. I'm, I'm very, I'm, I don't set goals or I have in the past. I've done it so many different ways of kind of the arbitrary ones or the ones I feel like I should set mm. the, the number goals that I struggle with personally. And, and so I think where I, where I've come to in this season with my, the way I approach goals. So it's aligned goal setting, right? Once you do all that, all that front work, uh, all the work on the front end. Right. And so I do like this idea and I think different people resonate with different types of goals. So there's the process goals, there's the performance goals, right? The outcome goals where it's the big, and these, again, there's, you can literally Google goals and there's so many different names for everything. And I resonate with the process, the performance, the outcome, and then focusing on the process. The Mm -hmm. one, the piece of it that you can, that we can control, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the rhythms, the habits, the things, and we're going to talk about rhythms is the next piece. So the things that we, again, can, like you said at the beginning, the things we can put in our that we can tangibly track or whatever it is 
And so we're still moving towards the vision. I like to think of goals as they're the bridge between what I'm actually doing every day and the vision and my intention where I want to go, right? So they're meaningful. They're not just there for fun or because I somebody told me I should set a goal. So if I don't have a goal that I'm feeling that way about, I know there's work to be done. There's something mm-hmm. I need to dig up. Um, so I will say in this, an example of one of my process goals in this season is because is I'm going to be turning 40, not this year, but next year. And I'm already like, basically, I'm basically 40. I might as well be in your um, mind, in my, yep. brain, <laughs> in my mind, which is amazing. And I'm actually excited about it. And not actually, I am excited about it. I feel like it's different than 30. It's different than 30, like approaching it. So there's something about it. So anyway, in my mind, and that's kind of the season, it's this season of like excitement and it's going to be a whole new decade and I'm preparing for it. That's part of my season. And so I am my, one of my goals in this season is to do my workout, which by the way, is orange theory. And I just started, (laughs) I just started and It's so awesome, but four times a week. And, and even if I, and again, I struggle with the numbers, but this is more the process. It's the, for me, it's a rhythm goal. Mm -hmm. So four times a week, if I don't, and this is where we're all different, the way that we look at it. But for me, I will say that is the, like, if I say that's the goal and I do two, I do three, some weeks, of course, if I get sick and don't do any, okay, but it's still there. So I'm still learning to give myself that, that grace, what I just explained to that. It's a goal. It's not a set in stone. It's not, I mean, nope. You know what I mean? Like, it's not this. I don't know. I think, yeah, I still, I feel like this is probably the one piece of the, of the method that will probably maybe be always evolving, but the, the basics of it, that it needs to be aligned. It needs to be for you. And ideally we're focusing on the the process because to me, the vision is the outcome, right? To me, Mm -hmm. we've already set that big intention, that big outcome, of how you want to feel and who you want to be. And then these goals are just simply stepping stones to help you get there. Yes. I look at it. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Well, and I, I so appreciate this idea of like the seasonal living, the goal setting and it, it being this kind of um, this roadmap for yourself and not to say that we can't go on detours and we can't decide to go a different direction eventually if we want to, but this idea that to me, it means there's intention behind what we're doing and the way that we're showing up. And I think that's so beautiful because I mean, this is the live by design and not by default show, right? I'm I'm all about like, how can we be purposeful and how can we still have fun and how can we still have joy, but how can we be purposeful with our day? So that resonates with me so much. So we've got mindset and core values for step one, vision and energy management for step two, seasonal living and goal setting for step three. So our final and fourth step (laughs) Of the bees and productivity. We made method. it. Woo-woo. <laughs> I'm so excited. So what is this fourth and final step? Yes. Okay. So this is maybe what people clicked play for, um, <laughs> possibly, right? The strategy and the where for me, it's the intentional rhythms and task management, really, mm-hmm. um, and planning. So yeah. it's where you put this all together. And 
It's funny because again, with being a seven, I'm not necessarily, I'm, I can be, you know, I love the planning, but I'm not detail oriented. I'm for sure not detail oriented and I'm working on that. But that's also my growth mindset that <laughs> it's okay that I'm not, but I also can learn to be right. Cause sometimes uh-huh. circumstances call for that <laughs> and that's necessary. And I found that out the hard way, but it's embracing who you are and then saying, okay, I can, I can learn that. It's a skill for me, the time management, the planning, all that, these are skills that we can all learn. And so much of the process is, is trial and error is figuring out what works for you. Mm-hmm. So the in- rhythms, rhythms are kind of my personal uh, umbrella term for all the things, routines, habits, systems, workflows, all the things that are basically any recurring task or behavior. Mm -hmm. And so I came, I mean, rhythms are not new. I did not come up with rhythms, but I landed on this because I was finding myself getting stuck in the, in the mud, in the minutia Mm -hmm. of like, well, is this a habit? Is this a routine? Is this a system? What is this? And where does it fit? Yeah. That's what I was like. And then I, I, simplicity is another one of my core values. That is not simple. Like that is confusing. And I was confusing myself. So Mm. intentional rhythms. And to me, it just goes right along with the seasonal living, the flow, the rhythms. I mean, our cycle, all, if you just, it's just, I'm, nobody sees me, but I'm doing the circle with my hand and it's just this (laughs) rhythm that, you know, we're, we're not, we're not looking for perfection. We're not looking for anything along those lines, but it's just kind of knowing what to expect on a certain way, right? With the rhythms, it's setting yourself up for success because it's the things you're doing on a regular basis that you're creating intentional rhythms around. So whether uh, meal planning is probably the best example. I will say I even, I break it down into, you know, in the group coaching, it's the self-care, the home, the relationships, work, slash business um, and planning rhythms, just these five categories where generally your rhythms, it's things that you're doing on a regular basis can fit into one of those categories. Mm -hmm. So meal planning is a great example and just really, and I think we all, we all know it's all in laundry, right? These are all Mm -hmm. these things. These are all home examples, right? Or time with your husband, date night. These are all, to me, these are all rhythms. And so identifying what they are, doing a recurring task, brain dump. I'm big on the brain dumps too. Getting it all out there and then just starting to group things together. What goes with what? And then also naming, okay, is this a daily, a weekly, a monthly, right? What is the frequency of this rhythm? So I won't go into all of that, but just basically this idea of, to me, creating intentional rhythms and naming them and then building them out. And that's a big step of what we do in the program because that's the huge part, right? Is we can name them. We know we have to do it, but the the three, the what, the who, and the when are the three W's of creating your rhythm, right? So who's doing it? Because it could be partly you, but it could be also maybe your husband's then you schedule the groceries, you plan, and then he go picks, goes to pick them up on Saturday morning. It, just getting that clear and having that communication too, that's a whole other piece of the puzzle, but having that all 
out and I like to write it down. And then I also, you know, just building them out, have putting them somewhere where you know where they are. Mm. That frees up your brain so much. And that's separate from your quote unquote to-do list. Mm -hmm. Rhythms are not your to-do list, right? So it takes, so for a lot of women listening, that that hopefully lightens your to-do list quite a bit. Because if you're putting laundry, meal plan, make dinner every day on your to-do list, there's a different way right? That's, that's kind of the way that I approach rhythms, that it gives you that freedom and it, and automatically lightens the load. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. Well, this feels like a very expansive method, like a way of a very abundant, right? This idea of like, okay, let's really embrace this beautiful life that we get. Let's be productive with it, but let's also have a a sense of peace in it as well. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is a system that allows you to be present. It allows you to be peaceful. It allows you to be productive. Um, I am so excited for you. It's been really fun to be on on the inside um, as you've developed this and created this. this, I I think what you've done is you've just taken all these different things that you've been learning for years and you've pulled it together into this one program, which is so so cool to see. Yeah. So Sarah, for anybody who's listening and they're like, Sarah's the bomb, which she really <laughs> is. <laughs> and they're interested in hopping in your coaching program or they want to listen to your podcast or connect with you online. Like where are all the places that we can find you? And tell us a little bit more about when your your program specifically opens up. Yes. Kate, thank you so much. This was so fun. I literally feel like I know I'm doing the right thing because I feel like I could talk forever. Yes. <laughs> like this is so good with the right person, like doing the right thing. But I do need to go, you know, make dinner and all that fun stuff. <laughs> so no, this has been amazing. So www.yoursimplybiglife.coaching is where you can find more information on the group coaching program. And we are going to start, it's going to be a live round of four weeks starting in April. So I'm really excited about that because I feel like the live piece of it, live meaning via Zoom, of course, but right, we're going to be there, you know, give and take. And then it's only four weeks. It's one hour a week. So all the, you know, definitely email me, message me if you have any questions, but it's hopefully going to be, you know, an amazing group of like-minded women just coming together and going through this process and going through and that's the beauty of it is this is the method. And then everybody's going to bring their own flavor and their own questions and their own unique seasons. So it's really kind of figuring out how this method works for you in your life. So that's what I am super excited about. And the Peace and Productivity podcast, like you said, you were a guest on. And basically, I am doing interviews every Tuesday and then with just everything, everything productivity, but as you can probably tell, it's the holistic picture. It's the mind, body, soul productivity. So we talk time management, but we also talk health mindset, you know, money management, like all of the things um, so that we can be our most peaceful, productive selves. And then just at the peace and productivity podcast on Instagram, not always on there, but I am there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. I'm going to include links for everything below in the show notes. So you guys can just scroll on down and click to connect with Sarah. And after you listen to her show, be sure to rate it with five stars and drop her a really kind review because her show is amazing. She has such a big heart. 
Um, I honestly, I'm just so grateful to call you a friend. I'm always so excited to share the airwaves with you and to just be connected. So Sarah, thank you so much for your time, for your education, your inspiration, and just the way that you show up and share. Well, you're going to make me cry. Um, (laughs) Thank you for that. No, this was absolutely incredible. Thank you for all you do. Back at you, everything you said. I mean, seriously, I can reflect that back at you. So thank you. Thanks, Sarah. That brings us to the end of another Live by Design podcast episode. I had so much fun diving into today's topic with you, and I hope you're walking away with one action item that you're going to commit to implementing in your own life starting today. And speaking of implementing change in your own life, if you haven't already joined our free Facebook group, I would love for you to become a Live by Design podcast insider. You can get in community with other goal-getting women over at misskatehouse.com slash community, which is linked to below in the show notes. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please take a second to subscribe to the Live by Design podcast wherever it is you tune into your shows. If you've enjoyed three or more of these content-packed episodes, I would be so, so grateful if you do me the favor of opening up Apple Podcasts on your smartphone, find the Live by Design podcast with me, Kate House, and leave a five-star rating for the show and a simple one to two sentence review. This is the kindest way you can thank me for hosting the show week after week, totally for free. And in doing so, you're actively helping me grow our community of women who are choosing to live by design and not by default. From the bottom of my heart, thank you, friend. And when you're ready to go to the next level, my website, misskatehouse.com, which is linked to below, holds everything you need to know about my one-on-one coaching options, the LBD Collective, the Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass, my upcoming summit, and even a bunch of free resources like the all-time fan favorite monthly habit tracker, which also comes with intention setting and monthly reflection prompts too. I'll be back in your earbuds again soon. And until that time, spread some joy, make someone smile.